Hey guys, it's Elena. Happy Thursday and welcome back to 20 something. So today's episode is going to be all about goal setting. We're going to talk about goal setting a bit. And then at the end, I actually want to share with you guys my list of 2022 goals. So the goals that I wrote down in December for this year, I'll actually just read them for you off of my journal um, and keep it real. But to start off, um, one thing I wanted to acknowledge, goal setting has been a bit of a controversial topic the past couple years. And I know that sounds super weird that goal setting would be controversial because it it sounds very intuitive, but there have been a, a lot of people have shared like counter arguments against goal setting and I definitely understand them. I also think that's a good place to start on this topic because they say that you never truly have knowledge about a thing until you can argue the other side perfectly. So it's just good to be aware of the counter arguments. From what I've heard, the other side mainly just says that goal setting can be dangerous because it people can use it to postpone happiness or postpone fulfillment until you have changed something about your life or become some other version of yourself. It can also be fleeting. So goal setting tends to get a bad rap from the people who set the same New Year's resolutions like year after year and then never really do anything to achieve them past like January 6th, which I totally understand. So I would say that I'm a proponent of goals and not resolutions. I'm on the other side, so I do set goals very regularly and I stick to them quite religiously, but I don't see it like trying to change myself before I can be happy or anything like that. Um, It just so happens that for me, like January to December is my fiscal year and setting goals for me is just a way of setting a roadmap for basically what do I want to achieve in this time frame in terms of my health, my career, money, the way that I want to live my life more broadly. Um, and I measure my progress against those things, like again, in that one year time frame. So I've found for me personally, there are a few reasons that goal setting works very well, like helps me achieve more of what I want to. The first is that what gets measured gets managed. So if you set a goal and you're tra- and you track your progress against it regularly, you're a lot more likely to actually be making progress in that area of your life. Whereas if you never set a goal, you are, there's very unlikely that you're just going to naturally move towards um, that thing naturally. Like you, you don't even know what you're striving towards. Um, So again, it's hard to achieve something if you don't set a specific goal. The second reason it works is that the, I've found that the simple act like of setting the goal itself is actually what ends up motivating me to make it happen. So I'll give you a simple example. I, every year, I set a goal for the number of average daily steps that I want to take for the year. So on any given day, if it's 9 p.m. and I'm debating either going on a walk before bed or lounging on the couch and watching Netflix, the knowledge in the back of my head that I set that goal for myself and I have to make it happen is what is going to motivate me to get up off my ass and go for a walk. It becomes like a game and I'm competitive. I don't want to lose. So It's like a way to challenge myself. Once I've set the goal, it's almost like I have no option but to achieve it. So the goal ends up becoming the motivation. Another example is like if you set a goal for the amount of money that you want to earn this year, knowing that you have to hit that goal is probably going to make you a bit more likely to make that extra sales call or take on a new side project. Setting the goal makes sure that you keep the promises that you make to yourself. And that's where confidence comes from. Like confidence comes from keeping the promises that you make to yourself continuously. 
So the act of having that goal in the back of your mind becomes the motivation that makes you more likely to make smart decisions that keep you aligned with who you want to be. Now, beyond the, the importance, the general importance of like having goals, some tips that have helped me a lot over the years in the process of actually setting them. Um, the first is to be as specific as possible. So instead of your goal being, I want to be healthier, set a goal like, I want to gain five pounds of muscle, or I want to have a green smoothie for breakfast five days a week. Um, is the more specific it can be, the better. The Another example is like, instead of saying, I want to be successful, make your goal, okay, how much money do you want to make this year? Um, what kind of promotion do you want to get? Like, be specific. The more specific you are with your goal when you set it, the easier it becomes to achieve it because your brain knows exactly what it's working towards. Saying, I want to be healthier, I want to be successful is too vague. And it can be daunting because it's such a large scale goal that you don't really know where to start. Whereas setting a specific goal, especially one that's quantifiable. So again, five pounds of muscle, um, green smoothie, five days a week. That gives you a task that you can work on, work towards on autopilot. And you also know when you've achieved it. Like you can, you can mark the end point. Whereas you don't really hit a point where you can say, okay, check, like I am successful, I am healthy. Whereas if you set a specific goal and one that's quantifiable, you know whether you've achieved it or not. The next tip that has helped me a lot is um, write down your goals, like physically pen to paper, make a list and keep that list somewhere visible so that you're reminded of your goals every time you see it. Um, like don't let your list of goals collect dust in the back of your drawer with like your old boyfriend's love letters and your mother's hand-me-downs like keep it somewhere where you're gonna see it every day so I know that like I write a list of short-term goals mid-term goals and long-term goals and I keep them on the on the front three pages of the journal that I write in every night because I have a gratitude journal that I go to every night like around 8 p.m I have to open it up to write down my journaling for the day so I see those goals every single day and I'm reminded of them constantly Another tip similar to this is make a vision board. I love vision boards. They're so much fun to make and also coincidentally like extremely effective because most people, most people are very visual. So again, if you write something down where you can see it on paper or if you make a vision board where you have an image that represents each of your goals, it just makes it so much more likely to keep those goals at the top of your mind. Um, again, like the, the tip about writing them down, if you make a vision board, keep it somewhere you're going to see every day. So I have a vision board that I update um, when I can and I keep it. It's like pinned on the wall right across from my bed. So what that means is that that vision board is the last thing that I see before I fall asleep at night. And it's the very first thing I see when I wake up in the morning. So it, um, I don't even have a choice but like to run around in my life with nothing but those goals at the top of my mind because I see them so often. And especially if it's the last thing you're seeing when you fall asleep at night, that is like in your subconscious while you're sleeping and it it makes a difference. It makes it way easier to focus. So the, the thing with vision boards, like it can be very difficult for some goals to represent it with an image. Some of mine are in images. Others, if I feel like I can't represent it well with an image that will immediately make me think of the goal, I'll write down like, I'll print out like keywords or numbers and put that on the vision board Anything that's going to remind you of what the goal was is when you look at it will work. I also definitely, as much as I have my like yearly goals and more short-term ones on my vision board, I also have longer-term ones on there. So I have a picture of my dream car, my dream house, um, things like that, 
just like it just makes you so happy when you look at it and it it makes it easier to focus because you you're reminded every day of what you're working towards in your life the last tip that this helped me a ton when I learned this it was like a a very tactical like helpful tip and it came from the book I'm pretty sure I read this in Atomic Habits so there's a book called Atomic Habits by James James Clear James Clearly something like that um, which is a really good read and the tip is to have a system that backs up each goal so the difference between a system and a goal is let's say if your goal is I want to read 20 books this year then your system can be read read 20 minutes before bed every night so if the goal is what you want to achieve the system is how you will achieve it um, the system is the specific action that you will take or the thing that you will integrate into your routine to make the goal happen. And I can promise you that if you can set up a strong system behind each goal, there's a hell of a good chance that you're going to achieve it without a struggle. So those are the biggest things that have helped me um, in goal setting. I'm always on the lookout for like more tips. So I think is, as you progress through your life, you get better and better at knowing what the goals are that are really important to you. So you get better at setting them and better at achieving them because you realize what works for you and what doesn't. Um, moving on, I so like I said, I wanted to share with you my 2022 goals. And I'm I'm literally just going to read this straight from my journal. I wrote these down in December. Some I've already checked off. Some have changed. Um, and that's okay too. Sometimes you realize like you what you thought you wanted isn't exactly what you wanted. But I categorize my... I separate my goals into a few specific categories. So I do health and fitness, career and money, one category for lifestyle, and then I have a section at the end where I write down all of the systems that go with the goals that I've set. So to start off with health and fitness, the first is my step goal. So like I said, I want to take 9,500 steps daily. I track this in, there's an app called Accupedo or the health app and iPhone tracks it. Um, I want to build a beautiful, healthy, peaceful relationship with food. So for me, that's being intuitive and mindful with both food and fitness, not tracking calories um, and rebuilding my hunger cues. Specifically with my health, there are three things I want to improve. Number one, gut health. Number two, hair health. Number three, skin. I've, I've struggled with acne since I was younger, so I'm still trying to clear up my skin a little bit. And then for my fitness goal, or body goal, I want to burn fat and build muscle. So I'm I'm not going to include any specific numbers because I don't think there's a point in comparing yourself to what another person is working towards. Every body's different. But the, what's important to me here is that I have no intention of neither gaining nor losing weight. I just want to continue to get stronger, which will naturally change my body composition. So it's more about the, the proportion of fat to muscle. With career and money, goal number one is invest a minimum of 10% and an uncapped maximum of my income. So again, I'm not going to disclose the full dollar amount here, but what I did is I calculated my projected income for the year from my salary, including bonus incentive pay. And then I left, I added on a buffer for income made from other sources and then calculated 10% of that. So I know that that is the minimum that I have to invest over the course of the year. Next, I'm starting my full-time job in September, so I said I want to start my career off strong in a way that I'm proud of and happy with the impact that I make in my work. Specifically, I want to find a mentor at my new firm, and I want to get strong feedback on all of my projects from when I start. 
I want to invest in one new project or try one new business idea. I want to pay back 50% of my student debt. So that's an important one for me. I paid for almost all of my schooling through university out of pocket. And only in my last year, I took out a line of credit to, to top it off. So for me, I know that I will be in a good place if I've paid back half of that within my first year out of school. The last, this is an interesting one. The last one is to build content. So thought capital. I'm a big believer that putting putting your ideas and your advice and the information that you come across out there and sharing with others in the world is important because the world the world that we live in is is essentially just a very large knowledge network. Um and the the value that you provide to the world can be measured by how much you contribute to that knowledge network. So as much as I may move around between jobs or between companies in my career, the one thing that can remain constant is and continue to grow is the collection of information and ideas that I share with others around me. And this can be on different platforms. Like for me, it's going to be on the internet. So through things like this podcast, through articles, through Twitter, etc. For some people, they want to write a book that documents everything they've learned in their life um, and leave it on paper for others for others to, to learn from. Um, but in general, I just, I want to spend my career constantly building up that, the base of content and thought capital that I share. Now, the next category is lifestyle. I love a lot of these goals. So it's funny looking back on this too, because some of them I have already crossed off. The first in my lifestyle category that I wrote down in December was to find my dream apartment in Chicago. So my move to a new city is a big part of um, this year for me. So I wrote down specifically the apartment, the dream apartment I wanted to find. And I was detailed with this. Like I wrote down in my journal, like to a T what I was looking for. I said, downtown, floor to ceiling windows, modern design. I need there to be a gym. I want it to be in a lively area with cafes and restaurants and stuff around. I want it to be walking distance from work and I need it for under $2,000 a month. I, again, I wrote this down in December and I found it shortly after. So I've already crossed this goal off my list. It is now May at the time of recording and I have just signed my lease and it definitely checks off all of the boxes on the dream apartment that I was envisioning. That just goes to show like the power of writing things down is crazy. Sometimes getting what you want is as simple as getting clear on exactly what it is that you want and then asking for it. Like it's not that complicated. The next one, this I think is my favorite. I said, I want to go on a romantic summer vacation in Italy and Greece. Again, I wrote this in December. Now in May, I have already booked a Euro trip for myself. I'm going to Spain, Italy, and Greece on my own on a solo trip, and I'm leaving in two weeks. I actually might already be there by the time you're listening to this episode. So that one will be crossed off. I, the next is average phone time under 2.5 hours. You all know iPhone sends you those weekly notifications where it says like, oh, like your update, like your weekly average phone time was however long. And oh my God, there's nothing that pisses me off in this world more than getting one of those notifications and seeing that it's over like three hours is just horrendous to me. Like to think that you can waste so much of your time in your day, like staring at your phone just terrifies me. So I'm very mindful of like, I make it like a game with myself to get that number as low as possible. So over the year, I want my average, like average across the board phone time under 2.5 hours or like I will die. Um, The last one is 
The last one is protect my high standards in speech, love, work, friends, and self-care. This is something I've always said to myself is high standards in every area of life. And I, I stick to it pretty strictly, but I, I always like just writing it down as a reminder to myself on this list. That's it for the lifestyle goals. I'll give you a couple ideas of the, um, the systems that I write down under this. So again, most of these systems pair with one of the goals above. I won't go through all of them, but it can be a good illustration. So 2022 systems. No checking my phone or Instagram during the day. So I time block the time I spend on my phone, again, to achieve that average phone time number. I'll do like a block in the morning and a block in the evening, but I'm not constantly picking up my phone and answering texts or checking Instagram throughout the day. Um, the other system, read 20 minutes before bed at night. So a lot of you guys know I try to do 30 minutes without any kind of screens right before I go to bed at night. So during that time is when I'll like leg drain and read a book and get my reading in for the day. Consistent skincare and hair care routine twice a day. No distractions during meals. So this goes with my, um, mindful eating and intuitive relationship with food. The goal that I mentioned above. A lot of people will like eat while they're watching TV or listening to a podcast or like talking to a friend and it can be kind of distracting. So I personally, like I'm still trying to build up, again, I'm still trying to build up my hunger cues. So I'm, I make a mindful, um, I'm, I make a conscious decision to not have any distractions around me while I'm eating. The next is, I love this one. Take myself on a date once a week. Um, I get I'm religious with this one. So once a week, I'll take myself on a date and it can sometimes be a self-care night at home or taking myself to a cute restaurant or a cafe or just going on a walk by the water. Um, I, I take time to spend time with myself every week. The next is keep information about my private life to my close circle. So I'm going through a lot of changes in my life this year and I like to be conscious of only sharing things with my few close friends and not broadcasting anything too much. This is funny because again, I wrote this in December and since then I have started this podcast and now feel like I'm sharing a lot of parts of my life with you on here. So that might change, but for now I'm keeping private things private, which I think also has its value. The last system I'll share is um, focus the content I consume on valuable slash educational content over entertainment. Again, this relates to the goal about reducing screen time and the goal about like building up content. Um, the It's important, I think, to audit the... I audit the accounts that I follow on social media. And if I cannot articulate the value that I get from someone who I follow, I'm unfollowing them. Like the same way, you, people don't realize how much the, what you consume on social media and entertainment in general, subconsciously like influences you and like changes your behavior and your beliefs the same way that you're the combination of the five people you surround yourself with most you're probably like very heavily influenced by the main five accounts that you consume on social media so i audit the accounts i follow very closely and for me if social media social media serves should serve one of three purposes it should either one make you better two make you money or three keep you connected with the people you love and if it does not satisfy one of those three things, it's useless. If it does not either make me better, make me money, or keep me connected with someone who I love, then it's useless and I'm unfollowing. 
So the main platforms that I will spend time on consciously, for me, I use Instagram to stay connected with the people who I love. I have a lot of friends and relatives in different countries who I wouldn't be able to stay connected with if I didn't um, have access to Instagram and things like that. Then I use YouTube and podcasts to make me better. So that is where I consume a lot of the content about health and wellness, educational stuff in, in that area. And then I use Twitter to stay up to date on projects in crypto and Web3 um, and investment ideas more broadly because Twitter is, is where the crypto community lives. So I need to be able to articulate the value I'm getting from each platform and each account I follow. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. So those are my goals for 2022. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun reading back on these, especially to see the ones that I've crossed off or the ones that I've made a lot of progress towards already, it being May. But undoubtedly, I will probably add more onto this list before the end of the year. Um, things always change. I always say like you should be flexible in how you're going to achieve these goals or maybe the details of the goals or the timeline, but never do not be inflexible in the big picture end goal of what you want to achieve, who you want to be and what you want your life to look like. Because if you have that vision in your head, you owe it to yourself to work towards that relentlessly and not give up on it. Um, most people most people over underestimate the, the time frame in which they can achieve things, but like stick to it and you can, if you give it your all, you will eventually get there. I know this was a short episode, but I wanted to get it out there for this week before I leave on vacation. I will definitely record one or two episodes while I'm in Europe, so likely the next time you'll hear from me will be from the south of Italy or somewhere romantic like that. But again, if you've made it this far, I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It's so cool to me to see that we've reached, I believe we're in 26 or 28 countries already, so you guys are tuning in from all over the world, which I love. Um, Never hesitate to reach out. If you haven't already, follow the podcast Instagram. The handle is number 220.something. Again, that's on Instagram and we're having a lot of fun over there. So make sure to follow to stay up to date. And with that, I'll talk to you next week. Ciao.